Hey! Hi, this is Dr. Christine. And Dr. Colin. And we are your co-hosts for the exciting new podcast called Love, Love Scrubs, Scrubs, and Stories, where we dive deep into the world of dating and relationships and go beyond the people wearing the white coats, the scrubs, and the stethoscopes. Come join us on this journey where we engage in dialogue and share stories of love, heartbreak, resilience, and triumphs. And we also navigate our professional lives with our hearts on our sleeves. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification button to stay up to date on all future episodes. And And we we look look forward forward to seeing you inside. Hello. Hi. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for coming on to the Love Scrubs and Stories podcast. I am Dr. Colin Zhu, and I am joined by my lovely co-host. I am Dr. Christine Nguyen, and we're very excited today to uh, talk about a a very heartwarming story that we want to share with you all. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking the time out. Guys, if you have not uh, listened to our podcast before, this is a a podcast for sharing many, many untold stories and conversations of healthcare professionals and their journeys of love, heartbreak, and resilience. And this is for everyone in the world of medicine, whether you're in a, in a single or committed relationship or just anything in between. Um, so thank you so much for joining us. And, you know, Christine, I've always, I always love a good love story and, uh, you know, everything that comes along with it whether it's on screen, off screen, you know, all the warm, fuzzy feelings that come along with it. Do you have, you know, someone in mind, whether it's fictional or non-fictional that, you know, you just say to yourself, you know what, I resonate so much from this because of X, Y, and Z elements. And who is that for you? Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a good story? I am such a hopeless romantic. And so when I think, and you know, whenever I hear about a love story, it really warms my heart. And there are a lot of really great examples out there. And certainly, I, you know, I think one that actually comes to mind, like right now is actually a celebrity couple that I, you know, that I adore, and I know a lot of us adore. And it's uh, Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Are you familiar with them? And and their yes. love story they're i mean aside from the fact they're they're absolutely you know drop dead gorgeous couple and you know with beautiful children but i think it's the way that they approach their relationship that you know i think is really amazing the way that they're able to support one another how they're able to bring a lot of fun into the relationship and and make fun of each other you know in a very sweet cute endearing way that i just think is so sweet and i could only hope to have a relationship like that. Yeah. What's interesting about them from the little that I know um, is that they actually kind of were friends. They knew of each other. They were friends beforehand and they actually double dated uh, each other, but they were with two separate people at the time. And um, they're both in the movie industry and they just kind of came together, you know, afterwards once they, you know, individually became a single. And I think what I love about that couple is because, you know, I think Ryan publicly makes fun of her a lot (laughs) and she has the ability to take it well and not take it personally. And I think that's important, you know, to, because, you know, laughter is the best form of medicine in my opinion. And so when you can insert that, you know, in a couple uh, relationship, I think that goes a long way. Yeah. I I love that couple um, as well. How about you, Colin? Is there a couple in, you know, perhaps in your life that you really admire and, and could only wish to, you know, down the road soon (laughs) to have a relationship similar to theirs that you could really respect and emulate? 
I do. I do. They're more of a, you know, there are people that I know of personally. They're not a celebrity couple just yet. And, you know, they're, they're a couple of, um, I think they've been going on for at least a decade. They've been going out with each other and I'm actually attending their wedding um, oh, this week at the time sweet. of this, you know, at the time of this oh, recording. And uh, so, you know, they know, I think they met during college, you know, in Berkeley, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And she's in the entertainment industry, and he, I believe, if not mistaken, in uh, information technology. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. <laughs> um, but they're they're very very fun. Um, they mm-hmm. have very similar interests. Uh, they're both vegan and plant based, like me, and uh, they love to laugh. They work very well as a as a team. Um, they're very courteous to each other. They respect and admire each other. And again, you know, they work together uh, really, really well as a team. And I, I, I love that. You know, um, they're very good-looking people, and you know, I can tell that they are. Um, they kind of come to the table as complete selves. And I love the the opposite concept of showing up, not looking for your better half, but showing up, you know, just being able to share your world as complete individuals. And that's what they represent to me. So that's who I admire. I love that. So so showing up as their individual selves, you know, and then having that other person compliment you and your life and the amazing person that you are. And then together as a couple, you can elevate one another to an even, you know, higher space exactly so that's exactly. amazing thanks for sharing that i really yeah. love that story and you know i'm a sucker for love stories and we have a love story today to share with our audience and it's a love story uh with a couple that is actually in you know my own community the white coat romance uh facebook community that you know i actually interviewed them uh over a year ago and since then, we've had some new developments. So um, I do know a little bit about them, but I would love to, you know, hear more about their story since then, and also to share with our audience because when they first shared their love story, um, it brought a lot of hope to everyone in the group. You know, because at, you know, at times, um, you know, being single, especially you know, with during the the quarantine, it it was very very tough for everyone and so in in just even the modern dating world you know a lot of a lot of single folks have really lost hope about being able to find their person so you know before i get too far into this let me introduce them it's our wonderful couple is dr crystal o'rourke and dr renard sessions and so let me kind of briefly um introduce each one of them dr o'rourke she began her career as a family medicine physician in 2000 eventually landing in urgent care as a path to her second career in floriculture how amazing is that she's semi-retired from medicine now with her own business she enjoys creating beauty in the landscape Um, she spent her formative years in texas and now calls north carolina her home Um, other Hobbies and interests include horsemanship, working on her garden tractor, which we'll hear a little bit more about, and home improvement. Uh, she has a son headed to college and uh, two cats still in the nest, you know? I think you, you you can only love her already, right? Especially you, right, Colin, with your adorable cat. Um, yes. Dr. Renard Sessions is uh, a senior level part-time fluer. So that's a new word for me. We'll have to ask him to elaborate on that. An anesthesiologist and financier, a Florida man born and educated. Uh, he's lived in Texas and Oregon, Japan, and now North Carolina. So we can, we'll, we'll hear about you know how that led to North Carolina, where Crystal's at. Um, two of his three children graduate college uh, this year and and 
one more to go. He enjoys learning and working with his hands, particularly on all things mechanical. Uh, he spends an inordinate amount of time remodeling homes and can often be seen running errands on a bicycle to stay sane. Uh, the motorcycle is there when the need for insanity hits. So two very accomplished professionals that have come together and I'm so ready to bring them on and hear their love story. How about you, Colin? Right. What do you, yeah, that, yeah. That, let's, that's quite exciting. Let's bring, let's bring them on. So here we go. Hey, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Hi, Crystal <laughs> Renard. Welcome to the Love Scrubs and Stories podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Uh, just can't be more excited to share your love story. Was there anything else that you'd like to add to the bio? that we did that I'm not sure we did enough justice there, but I know oh, there's so much more that we can say to each one of you. Uh, but actually, you know what, Bernard, if you don't mind, Flaneur, yes, you'll have to elaborate on that because that's a new word for me. So I came across it in a book I read about a year or two ago, and I thought this is like the epitome of what all physicians should strive for because, you know, so often <laughs> we're, we work ourselves to death and, you know, families are tough, jobs tough, everything about it's hard. And in the late, uh, 1800s, there's a French author wrote that there's a person called a flaneur who literally just strolls around town, doesn't really seem to have any concerns, gets to know everybody and enjoys life with no real stress. And I think it was kind of an insult, but to me, it sounds like kind of the perfect living. I mean, why <laughs> work yourself to death? I mean, so it's really, I don't know, it hit. I like it. <laughs> so. I like it. I thanks for introducing me to a new word. That's what we 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 all want to strive to be, right? To reach that level where you know, nice we have the, yeah. Yeah, right. have the option. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. So I thought, you know, it would be fun. I mean, it's something that we ask all of our guests when they join the podcast as an icebreaker to share a medical pickup line as an icebreaker. So that'd be fun. So Renard. You know, I'm going to put you on the hot seat here. Okay. And so, I mean, no, this is not the way that the two of you met. Let me just create this scenario. Okay. So you're at a supermarket, you know, you're strolling along the aisles and then all of a sudden you, you spot this drop dead gorgeous woman. Okay. And you're like, Ooh, now how do I put the moves on her? What, what would you, what line would you use as a medical pickup line? Well, we're not going to hit on just anybody. So it has to be somebody that clearly appears intelligent and, you know, with it. I mean, they're not in there just dorking around. So right. you got to move it fast, Crystal. Right? Crystal is, is right. you know, hanging exactly. out in the aisles. That's what I'm she's thinking. A, so she's she's kind of, you know, kind of eyeing you a little bit there. So, you know, you're, yeah. you're like, hmm, okay, I think we're on the same <laughs> wavelength here. So how do I put I've the I've always wanted to use a medical pickup line. So we're going to try. <laughs> hey, do it. Do it. I'm from anesthesia, and I've got a dose of love. Can I take your breath away? <laughs> Baby, be supportive. <laughs> on a scale, okay, Chris, so on a scale of one to 10, you know, one is like, but I'm bummed. And 10 is like, whoo, here's my number. <laughs> um, I think that might garner an eye roll, honestly, but I would no, I'm, I'm going over to the tortilla aisle. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I accept it. Not, Not that I can problem. do any better, but <laughs> good effort. I don't know. <laughs> all right. So, so we, let's we all appreciate let's, that. Let's flip, this, let's flip this around. Okay. So we're, uh, Crystal, you are in the home improvement section. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Renard, 
you know, he loves all things mechanical, right? So, you know, he's in there doing his thing. He's checking out, you know, all these different tools and equipment and you have no clue what to do, right? And you are asking, you, you need to look for help, but there's no one there. There's no one employed to help you out. So you go over to Renard, who you have just, you know, you know, gazed on and you need to ask him a question. So mm-hmm. how would you get his attention? Uh, let's see. Um, I, I, I actually, I'm rather than medical, I think I'm more apt to make some sort of home improvement joke. Like I'm looking for some batteries. I really need a charge or something ridiculous. <laughs> like that. I love yeah. that. I love oh, that. That works. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you're talking to me, I'm covered in dirt. I've got flip flops on and I probably just rode there on my bike. So I'm going to call that interest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you guys for playing along with that. Um, so yeah, let's dive into your love story. And you know, I know how it started, but I thought it'd be fun for the audience if you'd like to share with us, like the, from the very beginning. Like, you know, yeah, whoever wants to take it away and start about how 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 you guys even got to know to one another and the origin you story of your of your All of right. your love story. So I'm not sure exactly how I was introduced to White Coat Romance, but somehow ended up snooping around on there and was enjoying the community because there are a lot lot of younger people, a lot of people in their first kind of serious relationship or looking for that serious relationship. And I am a little bit older and more experienced and have had several long-term relationships. And so it was kind of fun to see what people were thinking and maybe how I could help them. And um, there were a few people my age there. And so I thought I would, at Christine's encouragement, actually, I think she encourages everyone to make a profile. So I did. And honestly, I didn't think I would attract much attention because Mm -hmm. I'm a little different than many physicians in my hobbies and my personality. And So anyway, I wasn't real hopeful, but I thought, well, I'll put this up there. And in my profile, I showed a picture of myself with a carburetor that I had rebuilt from my vintage garden tractor, Rosie. And I said, if anyone can guess what I'm holding, you get a bonus point or a prize or something like that. So one woman chimed in and Renard chimed in. So that's. That's how we first met. Yeah, was so the I, woman was the woman any uh, close? The one that responded close by? No, close in terms of the answer. The answer. Oh yes, she was. Yes. Okay, gotcha. And then Bernard, what was going through your mind at the time when you saw uh, Crystal's introduction post in the group? Well, I had been on a locums assignment, and I was telling stories about you know trying to start dating again when you're fifty. I'd been in a long term marriage, and um, the guy there is like, dude, you got to go on white coat romance your story fits like this nonsense. Like I'd been offered like vodka for sex and all this other stuff. And my daughter was involved in helping me like with some of the mitigate, some of the disasters. So I'm like in the back, I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm out. I'm done. And he (laughs) he says, no, go check it out. You'll like it. So I go check it out. And I lurk around for a while in crystals post. She posted this very European picture also that um, her hair was up a little bit. Her head was a little turned to the side, very coy. And um, I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> you know, she's gorgeous. And and I would never have responded to somebody like that, you know, obviously out of my league. But there was the carburetor. 
and I knew exactly what it was. So I'm like, oh, that's a carburetor probably from an older tractor. And that was your went, end. Yeah, it went really, really fast after that. Like we did some Zoom calls. We set up a time to go visit in Savannah, kind of halfway between Florida and Gainesville. And she got impatient and came down to Gainesville one weekend. <laughs> and that was pretty fun. My, um, <laughs> you know, I wanted my daughter to meet her because my, my kids were living with me. And um, Vader was pretty awkward, but jetted very quickly. And left us alone. Wait, your, ki- your kids met her, what, the first date, second date? The very date, first date? time. Yeah, because I will. Wow. So, like, I had been, I'd had, you know, I'd done the therapy and didn't trust myself and stuff like that. So honestly, I was using my kids as like filters because <laughs> so, they were better at this stuff than I was. And so like, you know, Veda's like messages me like, oh, she she's fine, you know, or something like that. And then jets and like I have to be, you know, somewhere else. So, so yeah, it was a really weak move, but on my part in hindsight, but it worked. So <laughs> Oh, that's so cute. So now I actually remember some of these details. So this all started <laughs> in May back in December of 2022. Yeah. Okay, when this all started. 2021. Oh, 2021. Oh, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Thank that. you for the correction. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. And so wow. you guys, you know, it started with introduction posts and then Renard, like, you know, responded to your question. And then you guys like, took it offline and did some private chat and then just kind of recognize that, Hey, we've, you know, we've got something here and there's interest and I want to, we want to meet up, you know? And I know for you, Crystal, um, you know, especially as a woman dating, right. You know, certainly we have, mm-hmm. you know, there's like safety concerns that we often have. Yeah. And so you're like, you know, he seems like a yeah. legit guy, you know, <laughs> you know, but Our like, friends are invasive. I can tell you that. <laughs> How do you know? Like, what what measures did you take before you felt comfortable um, meeting Bernard in person? So I have a friend who's a sleuth, online sleuth, and so I put her up to it to check everyone out um, in his circle, and then that seemed legit and her her deep dive into his history. And then when I arrived, I, of course, had my phone shared location on to all my friends. And I took a picture of his driver's license and license plate. And I sent that to my friends. And whenever you're talking about a car accident here. Right. Insurance, you know, the whole nine. Like our first conversations, like when we first started talking, we chatted a little bit like back and forth. But like our first real conversation, we did a Zoom date with wine. Mm -hmm. And I shit you not. It was like an interrogation. It's like, (laughs) what's your credit score? Have you ever been arrested? You know, (laughs) what does your family do? Where do they live? What are they going? What's going on? You know? Why did you move? You know. <laughs> so how did like how did that how did you I mean did that like totally like creeped you out or were you like you know what or did it have the opposite effect like she is you know yeah. she is serious about this and you yeah. know she genuinely is like wanting to get to know you but at the same time wanting to be reassured like you safe. know yeah. that you are who you yeah. say you are right because you know unfortunately there's like you know, there's cases of catfishers and scammers out there. And, you know, right. so right. you just need to know. Yeah. 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 No, it, it really, it did. It, it was exhausting, but it was, it did really like put me at ease because I'm like, okay, you know, she's not screwing around. She's serious about this. You know, we're not going to do like, you know, five years of texting or, you know, something like that. It's either going to work and we're going to find out quickly or it's not. 
and we'll also find out quickly. So yeah. I mean, we're old. We don't have any time to okay, wait. Get, <laughs> get on it. I mean, it's yeah. obvious that neither one of you, like, like you know, neither one, neither person is playing games, right? So right. what did she find out about you? We got credit scores, right? <laughs> From uh, yeah, I don't know. Background. I tried yeah, to tell her some skeletons. stories. Yeah. <laughs> like I have some sketchy moments. Like we, my family, my dad and I shut down I-75 several times with out of control brush fires. And um, I mean, I have run from the police a few times, so I don't, I've never been caught. So but being on a bicycle makes it a lot easier to get away just as a note. <laughs> I want to stay healthy. So, I mean, that all in the past, but like none of that scared her. So <laughs> that was good. <laughs> hey guys, we'll be right back. And now a word from our sponsors. Miles Girls and Stories podcast is a collaboration and co-production between The Chef Doc and White Coat Romance. The Chef Doc is a wellness platform that offers innovative approaches to thriving and offers a self-empowerment book, podcast series, on-demand masterclass series, as well as a brand new app. The app provides self-guided education such as food as medicine, self-care, and resilience. Coaching services are also available, whether you prefer one-on-one or group-type settings. Please go now to your app store, as well as Apple as Google Play to download for free. White Coat Romance is a dating app for healthcare and health-related professionals and students in the U.S. and Canada. It's a lively space where you can find love, companionship, and build meaningful connections with like-minded professionals. If you're single, go to the App Store and Google Play to download and join our vibrant community. As we both serve these amazing communities, we also acknowledge the value of continuing education. Therefore, we're super excited to share an enticing opportunity with our listeners. Our episodes are continuing education eligible. That's right. You now have the opportunity to earn valuable credits while enjoying our content. Rest assured, the episodes will always remain free as we are committed to supporting our communities and amplifying the voices of healthcare professionals. To get a better understanding of how this works, the first three episodes are free to obtain, then the rest of the podcast episodes are at a nominal cost. So you might be asking who can earn credits? Well, physicians, nurses, nurse practitioners, physicians associates, pharmacists, dentists, as well as dietitians and dietetic technicians. If you find yourself in need of CE credits, we kindly ask you to consider directing your CE funds towards supporting our cause. Your contribution would greatly help us nurture our podcast production and continue to bring you valuable content. We are deeply grateful for your support. From all of us here at Love Scrubs and Stories Podcast, thank you so much for choosing us. And enjoy the rest of this episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening. And now back to the episode. So my question for you guys is what, what combination in terms of chemistry versus uh, and or compatibility that helped to kind of accelerated um, things for you guys, right? Because 2021 to the time of this recording, 2023, is pretty quick turnaround in, yeah. in all things relative, right? So, um, and being that this is your, you know, ladder, you know, types of relationship, you know, yeah. what, what do you think accelerated that for you guys? Well, Colin, like you were talking about before with the couple that you admire and that, that they show up with who they are and what they like to do. And they're not, or I don't know them, but that's what we did. And we're not expecting anyone to conform and like what we like or become 
take on our personality or anything like that. But what I was looking for specifically was a partner who already likes a lot of the same things that I do so that they're not either trying to learn to like what I like or they're not so bored with the things that I like to do that they're in their own room doing something else. So that's something I've learned over my lifetime. And and I feel that's really important. And I feel that's why Renard and I are so compatible because we do have many of the same interests, not all of the same interests, but we have enough that we can do things together that we both enjoy doing. And neither of us has had to change or become something that we weren't. Yeah. I think too, also like for me, trust was a big issue, like coming from, you know, a long-term relationship. I, was really, you know, kind of terrified of getting back into a relationship. And Crystal's very forthright with, you know, her herself and where she's been and where she is. And, you know, I liked it. It was a little bit crazy. I mean, she's, you know, a very colorful person. And so that was very appealing. But also just to, to know that, like, I mean, you said, she said repeatedly, like, look, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I mean, all we can do is try. And that takes the stress level way Mm. Um, it made it a lot easier i mean because the the timeline you know we talked the first time in december by message and then by may i moved yeah that's that's really amazing it was was pretty quick yeah the relationship progress so what was it about the other person for you know this is for each one of you to answer that like how did you know right i mean that what, what were the qualities in each other that that really stood out to you that made you realize, you know, I see something here that can go the distance. Yeah, you go ahead. Smart. Well, she's smart. I mean, she's one of the most intelligent people I've met. So I think, and she's very driven. I mean, I've never, it's, it's unusual that I meet people that like outwork me or out, you know, not to be, that sounds really arrogant, but like she stays really busy all the time. Like I'm perfectly fine having some downtime and, you know, relaxing, but I do, I mean, you know, long hours and that sort of stuff. So I've, I've worked a lot, but you know, Crystal was clearly like just on fire. I mean, she is she's always busy, always got something going. Don't give her an idea because you'll get the full assessment of it. I mean, I mean, you just got to be ready to commit because it's, it's, it's like, okay, we're going to make a pro. How many, I mean, job lists have we had now? Like, do y'all know what ClickUp is? It's like a job progress thing. We have weekly meetings where we go over projects and have to-do lists and things like that. She's slacking a little bit this last wow. week. Wow. She's been busy, so I'm going to give her a little slack. But, <laughs> but like, that's fun for me because, like, I know exactly what's expected of me. You know, it's not – and it's not just the projects and the things like the – like, we're doing a kitchen remodel. It's not It's not that kind of stuff. It's – the whole relationship is is that straightforward. You know, you do – if you if – if you're not meeting my needs, I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to tell you why, you know. Mm. You don't have to guess what I want. If I don't say that something bothers me, it doesn't bother me. And mm-hmm. that's really, I think, unique. I mean, most I people, love that. Most people really try hard to be what they think the other person wants. And I think that that causes more damage than, you know, if you take care of yourself and you tell the other person what you need rather than, you know, let them be the adult, let them take care of themselves and tell you what mm-hmm. they need. It, I don't know. It seems to work pretty good. It's, yeah. yeah, it sounds like that capacity to be open to receiving very yeah. good, effective communication. 
And then it sounds like your tolerance for, you know, BS is very low for the both of you guys. So where (laughs) you guys are like very direct and straightforward. And I think that combination is great. You know what I'm saying? You know, for you guys to both show up as um, equal partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I can remember like one time I said something like I'm very sarcastic. My family's very sarcastic. We we use, you know, insults as a way of communication. And I, I used I said something. I can't remember what it was, but I said something. To her. She's like, you know, that hurts my feelings. Don't do that. And I'm like, whoa, OK, nobody's ever said that to me before. And like mm. there's something different here. I mean, pretty cool. <laughs> and, and that's actually something new for me in previous relationships. I did hold back a lot. Like I wouldn't, because I was worried it would hurt the other person to say something like, you know, stop saying that, it, you know, it's rude. And I feel so much freer and uh, for expressing myself. And I don't feel resentment building up like it can in relationships. I think when you hold back or you don't say things or you swallow things or you take something that maybe you shouldn't. So that's something that's I've myself worked on in the past five years or so. And I think it's really important going into a relationship to feel comfortable doing that. And also to, like Renard said, show up as yourself and take care of yourself. Yeah, that's really amazing. So, so far, what I'm hearing is, aside from, of course, the initial spark and the attraction towards one another, the ability to have very open and honest communication, a lot of common interests. Um, We'll have to share some of your projects that you guys have worked on. It's quite amazing. And and, and I know, um, Renard, like I, you know, if I may add, like I had mentioned before about being afraid of horses due to unfortunate childhood and Crystal loves horses. And so you guys have been able to share some activities together and, you know, move you beyond that. Yeah, which I think is such a beautiful thing when, you know, couples come together. Not only do they have the common interests, but they're able to expose each other and allow each other to you know, gain even more interest in hobbies. Yeah. Right. So we have had it, we have had a snag on the horses. I'm convinced her horse does not trust me. <laughs> yeah. You convince her horses are not what? Her horse does not trust me. He always gives me the side eye and a he little extra not. face. <laughs> like there's other horses in the barn they have like a co-op where they have them all that like are no problem. They come up like I, I love working with the horses. I'm still pretty uncomfortable riding them. But like feeding them and taking care of them, like I really enjoy that because they have phenomenal personalities. But yeah. hers, who is probably the most sane horse out there, gives me a wide berth. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. <laughs> well, aren't they aren't they very perceptive and like energy sensitive? Yeah. Yes, yeah. They are. I think you can smell my fear because you know that's the one horse I want to impress, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like all the other ones, like I don't really care, but like I need to impress Red because, like, dude, come on, you know. <laughs> <So, laughs> Oh, that's so amazing. I mean, and then of course, you know, as with all relationships, there are challenges along the way. And I think one of the most obvious one is you, you're both in two different states. Crystal, you're in North Carolina, Renard, you're in Florida. And so at what point did you decide, like, I really see something real here and, and it's time to take this relationship, you know, further and progress it to where you are now, which, yeah, please share with us. Probably the Savannah trip we did, like she went all out, arranged like a picnic in the park and just like really 
uh, it sounds silly, but like did really nice things for me. <laughs> so Aww. like it was just nice. Why is that silly? That's a, I don't know. Well, right? like, I mean, if you're not, you know, if you're not, everybody comes to it from a different road. But the, uh, you know, it was unfamiliar territory, and it was, mm. and so it was really like, okay, like, you know, what do I have to do now? You know, how do I do? <laughs> and you know, finally, I realized like, no, it's not. It's not show. I mean, she just likes doing this stuff. And like, I another time, I remember telling her that I like. Helena Bonham Carter was like one of my favorite actresses. And so she sent me several pictures like with her hair done up and you know, real dark and told me like Helena. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> like, that's it. I'm done. I mean, you know, so yeah. And that, I mean, it was a good time. Like I say, my, my uh, last child had gone off to school the year before. So I had, you know, stabilized, I'd, you know, done, done therapy and worked on myself a lot. So I mm. felt like I was, pretty close to ready for a relationship so and the market was really good for selling a house too yeah so that was i am <laughs> I, I, I like money um so <laughs> you know, i had a real estate agent live down the street from me and i'd been working on the house and i had this really nice uh, wood fence i built it the, i told my neighbors it was my therapy fence but it was it looked really good my neighbor came over she's one of the real estate agents in town it was like you know it's a modest 70s ranch house and she's like I can get you, you know, 25% more than you paid for this house if you'll list it now. And I'm like, do it, sell it, you know, because we've been talking. And I mean, within what, a week and a half, it was sold. Wow. And, uh, yeah, no, it was really fast. And of course, you know, I still had projects ongoing that I had to wrap up. So like, I think I was working on the pool plumbing and there were a couple of trees that had died or something. I don't, I don't know, but like, yeah, it was like full tilt. I'd, I'd stopped doing locums for a while to finish the house. So. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I used to do I used to do locums myself, um, so yeah. that's that's awesome, you know. Yeah. To, yeah. And, and you enjoy real estate, uh, like he does, uh, Crystal. Not selling real estate, but um, home improvement is, home I guess, improvement. yeah, yeah. Well, but, in fact, I swore I'd never do it again. I didn't yeah. like. It. Here I am. <laughs> but um, what you know, he was talking about the Savannah trip and me doing nice things for him, and one thing that I kind of we talked about and I brought to the relationship was the five-star experience and that's giving one another, not only like a trip or a nice evening out or whatever, but we treat each other like you would be treated at a five-star spa or a five-star hotel or, you know, those, just those little things that make, you know, make you feel good and make you cared for. So that's something that I've never done before in a relationship. And I think I read it somewhere, but Anyway, I think it really does make a difference to, you know, get those little surprises, little handwritten notes or, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. I I, I want to comment on that because as a guy, you know, societally, you know, we're we're always, you know, kind of impressed upon us to make the first move or do the grand gesture, save the damsel in distress type of deal. Right. Right, Renard. And so. I can imagine just feeling just as elated and flattered and even humbled by having a woman, you know, do that, you know, for us, you know, it's almost like, you know, your expression was like taken aback, you know, and I would feel, I would, I would feel similar too. And almost to the point of like, I don't even know how to respond to that because it's so, you know, atypical. Right. Well, and you know, as our relationship went along, I went back to my kids because again, they're like my sounding board. They're pretty level-headed. And I'm like, you know, my daughter, I'm like, do you like her? And she's like, oh yeah, she's great. And you know, I can't remember what else she said. It was something smart ass, but the, I got to my son and he's like, 
oh yeah, she's a phenomenal cook. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. How, just, how old are oh, your kids, Bernard? Oh, they're I have 23, 22, and the last one's still in college at 20. So okay, perfect. Yeah. I got I got two out this year, so it's been a huge change. One of them's out in Texas um, working, and the other one's back here where he looks for a job. So he graduated from overseas, so it's taken a little bit to land on his feet. But that's amazing. Be- so it sounds like yeah. just the whole relationship has aligned on so many levels. And yeah. where where are you both at today? You know, I, I mean, I, I know about the big news. Would you like to share it? Yeah. Oh, everybody. <laughs> so, said, well, first, let me say that she prefaced by saying this would never happen. Yes, I was not planning Absolutely. on it. Like when I moved yes. up here, this is not happening. This well, is she not said happening. this is not happening. So let me just yeah. kind of tell the audience like a quick little piece. So when I interview you both at the end of February yeah. 2022 in, in the WCR yeah. Facebook group, you, you both were very, very practical. And right. I remember you saying, you know, this is fun. You know, Renard, I remember you saying like, you know what? Interview us in a year, you know, whether we're yeah. together or not. Like we'd love to, to do a follow up interview. And right. I was like, wow, you're that confident, yeah. you know, and I love that. So, um, okay, go ahead. Crystal, would you like to share where you both were at today? Yeah. So What's Renard, for both of you? Renard gave me a ring. Yay. Let's check out that bling bling. Yeah. I love no, that. No, no. Right. I, have, I have paint on my hand from my. Um, <laughs> gorgeous. Um, so it is. Whoop, a ring. And so the blue stone is for me and the ruby is for Renard. So it's very special. He had it made by his jeweler. So, well, there's more to that too. I mean, that's pretty, I think that's hilarious. So the jeweler jeweler that I used is the one that made my first round of (laughs) You're like 20 something, 20, 30 years ago. And I go and I'm down visiting my mom and I see that he's still in business. And I'm like, I walk in and my mom needed something repaired or something like that. So we went and I'm like, you're still here. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, you know, do you need anything? And I'm like, well, actually I need another engagement <laughs> ring and I'm going to need a more than a 25 year guarantee out of this one. <laughs> so you got, I'm going to need some promises here. <laughs> so he assures me that this one will be better. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. So it's very exciting. And he his lease at his apartment is up in November. So he'll we'll be cohabitating at, as of then. Maybe sooner. Oh, I don't know, depending on what goes in the sun. We struggle with I struggle with this. It's really hard to move in with somebody. It <laughs> is. That is a really interesting. You'll have to interview us again in six months. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. I love that you guys are open. You guys are so open about this. You know, I, yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, no, it's, for whatever reason, I'm like, I have no trouble with the engagement and all the other stuff that comes with that. But like, I keep finding excuses to delay the movement. And like, yeah. usually when people are married, they live together, my dear. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm looking for work closer. And, you know, right now I'm using the excuse that my son's home from college. So I have to protect him. But that's yeah. kind of <laughs> And I think he's actually looking out for me, not the other way around. But yeah. Oh, no, so I, sweet. You know, I mean, you guys, maybe you should have your own reality show. <laughs> you keep offering like, the interview. I'm like, yeah, maybe yeah. That, I think that'll be really fun, you know? Yeah. Um, it's It's yeah. been really exciting. I mean, like our biggest struggle right now is probably like finances and how we handle that sort of stuff. Going mm-hmm. forward, you know, because again, you know, Crystal's rightly so very independent and, you know, is used to 
being responsible for herself and all that sort of stuff. And there's pretty big, you know, income discrepancy between anesthesia and, you know, her business and and practice. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's, yeah. So it's just, but it's neat. It's fun. It's really fun to work through it because we're both pretty open. Mm -hmm. And so we talk about it and those conversations. (laughs) I love it. She gets pretty quiet after a while. (laughs) I love it. I love how you guys approach one another. Yeah. And yeah, as much as I mean, we could have like so many more things to talk about and hear more about your love story. Unfortunately, we probably should wrap this up. Yeah. Colin, unless you have any other questions or anything else that you'd like to ask. Um, my last question I was thinking was, you know, whether you guys were previously married to a physician, you know, before and if not, you know, was there any, I guess, hesitation or any other thoughts of like, oh, I'm marrying another you know, doctor or healthcare professional and how much that weighed in, you know, did that make any difference for you guys? Uh, I've never dated or been married to another medical person. So it's kind of nice actually, because we, that's another thing that we have in common. So it did, there was no hesitation for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I was apprehensive about it. I mean, I guess I've always very, but the, um, no, I mean, d- dating somebody medical always kind of scared me, but, and then, you know, I dated a, f- a couple of people that were medical for a very short period of time, it didn't go so well. So it was a little concerned, but I mean, the carburetor, I mean, how can you? <laughs> <laughs> she seemed to have a very well-defined persona outside of medicine. So <laughs> that was helpful. Oh, so let's, yeah, we thought we'd wrap this up by ending it with a set of rapid fire questions. If you guys are open to playing along, <laughs> just, just another great way to get to know both of you better. So what we'll do is Colin and I will alternate and just kind of come at you with questions and you can both answer together. So I think okay. it'll be fine. Okay. okay, you don't have to think about it or anything like that. You guys ready to start? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> City or countryside? Countryside. Yeah. Yeah, you can just say it together. Uh huh. And then, Colin, if you want to. What is your go to karaoke song for a cheesy serenade? Uh, Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> That's the only one I know what to. I don't know any songs. <laughs> right. like, kind of Neither one of us are real like music buffs. Like, I like music. But... <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That, That's okay. all good. Oh, fa- favorite vacation destination? Hmm. Bath, England. Yeah, so I like Iceland. I I love Bath, but like we went on a trip together to Iceland and it hit every single thing I could ever want. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to share photos of that. That's so much fun. Mm -hmm. What's the funniest nickname you've given each other for each other? Special K. (laughs) (laughs) I call him Dr. Fox. So, (laughs) yeah, her spirit animal is raccoon. So, that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> so who's better at remembering special dates you know anniversaries birthdays you know memorable events renard oh i was i was gonna say neither of us but yeah I, I, put, I do put google reminders in the little calendar so yeah i don't even do that so <laughs> yeah. yeah well like tonight's a great example i mean she's I'm, i call her i'm like hey you know we're on in like five minutes and she's like oh crap i'm painting <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. But then like, you know, five minutes later, she's set. So. (laughs) All right. So you guys are on the dance floor. What is your go-to dance move? The sprinkler or the robot? The robot. Sprinkler. 
Okay, fun. Last one for me. Favorite date night activity. We actually have um <laughs> Rose and Roundup, which is yes. our garden walk in the evening where we pull weeds and drink wine. <laughs> Nice. That's definitely yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so you're fun. you you are attending uh, Comic Con. Last one for me is you're attending Comic Con. What is your go to cosplay uh, costume? Beast. Ooh. What did you say, Bernard? Beast. Beast. Okay, from X Men. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know any. <laughs> Do you have a superhero or a comic book? You know, okay, Wonder superhero. Woman. How about Wonder okay. Woman? Yes, well, actually, I love that. I was going to say that because you get the truth out of anybody. Yes, and the like, magic lariat oh, is pretty yeah. cool too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, so no, no lie detector. Renard, she didn't do the lie detector on you. She just oh yeah, no, she totally did. Like, and she calls me out <laughs> bullshit when I like start talking about something that's uncomfortable. She was like, "It's relentless. Like, I can't hide from it." And it, it would be good, but it's like, you know, take it off, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, thank That's you funny. for playing along with us. Um, you know, welcome. we love hearing your love story. You guys are just so perfect for one another. You know, thank you for taking the time to come on the show and share with us. And also to our audience, especially for our single folks who are, you know, have lost hope, you know, especially with the modern dating world. Um, what words of advice do you have? you know, for folks who are single and wanting to, um, you know, want to get to where you are at that you think would be helpful for them, whether it's a mindset shift or, you know, action steps to take anything at all. Yeah. I think being yourself is really important and standing in your space and find someone that you're comfortable standing there with you. Um, In other words, don't change yourself or how you act or how you look for anyone because long-term that just leads to resentment and breakdown in the relationship. I think. Very good. Yeah. I I think you you absolutely have to put yourself out there no matter how terrifying and, and you know, it's worth like really working on yourself first. If you're like, I, I really struggled. I mean, and there's no way you can be in a relationship with somebody if you haven't figured out what you are looking for and what your issues are. I mean, none of us are perfect. And some of us, you know, have issues that are more apparent, some are more deep seated. And until you kind of hammer some of that stuff out, at least work, you know, get it going in a direction, then you're not ready and it's tough. And, and, but when you are ready, I mean, you know, and it goes really quick. And I would say, don't be afraid to date a lot of people, you know, to figure out what, cause there's no failure. It's only, you know, you might have um, a nice experience for a year or two years, or 10 years, it's yeah. not wasted time. You're still having a good experience right. and you're learning about how to relate to people and how to relate to yourself. So, mm-hmm. you know, don't, don't feel like you have to go out and find the one right away or that really any relationship is going to be forever and ever. Um, I know that's maybe kind of jaded, but, um, uh-huh. but just enjoy the ride um, and enjoy it for what it is. That's yeah, good. Absolutely. Good advice. Yeah, amazing pearls of wisdom. Thank you both Crystal and Renard for joining us today. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, Hear you a lot and the website a lot. (laughs) 
was for white coat romance. Yeah. Oh, you guys are so sweet. And uh, yeah, either one of you, there are ways to reach out to you, and especially for you, Crystal, with your amazing business in landscape design, yeah. more culture. What are the best ways to to reach out to either one of you? Should anyone like to, you know, have questions that perhaps you know that you've things you've shared about um, that they would like some guidance. Yeah, sure. Our Instagram handle is spade.and.sparrow, and you can message me through there. And our website is spadeandsparrowdesigns.com. Awesome. I'm on Facebook, Messenger, and Instagram, just my name. So <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And we'll put those in the show notes when this okay. airs. So, guys, thank you. Thank you so, so much for yeah. taking well, out the time. Your story. Yeah. The story is amazing. Um, and, you know, I, I know that it's going to impart a lot of inspiration and a lot of encouragement, you know, it's because sometimes we just feel like we're just spinning our wheels. We're just like trolling in the mud and we're right. like, oh, I just need to get out, you know, from, you know, hopelessness and despair of, you know, romance. Just, uh, I don't know, like romantic fatigue, you know, in a way yeah. that we can sometimes yeah. get into. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you so, so much. And, um, on behalf of Christine and I, um, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you feel like this was a benefit for someone else, please let them know. And until then, please say goodbye to Crystal. See you all next time. Hey, guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to this channel. If you enjoyed this, please like, comment, and subscribe. And if you felt like this was a benefit for someone else, please let them know as well. As a reminder, this channel does not offer medical advice. All opinions expressed are ours and our guests only. It is for general informational purposes only and does not replace professional healthcare services. Please consult your own healthcare provider for any medical issues you may have. Until the next episode, whether you're in and out of your scrubs, please remember to love yourself and others and leave with kindness. Bye. Bye.